This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Hey Cecil, hey Tom. It is totally unfair that a clerk who refuses to issue a marriage license to a gay couple could lose her job. We can't infringe on religious liberty just because it's inconvenient. Look, in my office, we have a fantastic guy working in tech support who happens to be Amish. Now, everybody loves him. We would hate to see him lose his job over his religious beliefs. I'm sure he hasn't fixed a damn thing in years. And and last week he didn't show up at all because his horse threw a shoe. He really only has an eighth grade education. You know, come to think of it, he's pretty damn useless around here. Just eats donuts and whittles all day. You know, I hope that asshole does lose his job. Fuck the Amish. Hey guys, this is Tucker again. So... Let me get this straight. Pat Robertson is upset about the fucking government funding abortions, which they don't do, but we'll ignore that. And his recommendation, since the stock market is going to implode any second now due to this, is to buy treasuries, which are one of the means by which the federal government funds itself. Um, this is... Anybody else see a problem with this? I am I just fucking crazy here? I don't know. Glory hole. Hey Tom and Cecil, this is Jeremiah from No Religion Required, and and I really have to say I'm really disappointed on some of your coverage and how inaccurate you guys are, uh, particularly your knowledge of Scandinavian metal. Um, so just so you know. Sweden is not known, well, Sweden is known for its death metal, but it's Norway that is known for its black metal, and there's a huge difference, and death metal does not sound anything like what you guys were trying to do on your last podcast. You, you guys were like, no, it's more like, and Norwegian black metal is more like, so, I I just thought I'd come in and clear some things up for you guys, but you know. Anyway, glory hole. advise that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 247 of Cognitive Dissonance. <laughs> you were waiting with bated breath to drop yourself a Norwegian death metal lyric. Right I do in the love beginning. me some Norwegian death right metal. Right in the beginning, man. You know, after we after we recorded that episode uh, last week, where we 
made fun of Norwegian death metal. It's probably actually, naughty. Isn't it like, didn't we call it Swedish death metal last week? I don't week? know if we, I think did, we maybe. did. It's all yeah, whatever. squished yeah. over there. It's, all, it's all, the They're all ball countries. <laughs> they're all hanging sack countries. <laughs> they're actually so, they're drawn right yeah, up right. there. It's cold. Well, you depend, know? If it's winter, then they get a little smaller. Dude, I think even you know? in summer, it's winter there. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Jesus. It's like, oh, it only snowed every day. Yeah. It must be summer. <laughs> That's great. Awesome country. Um, <laughs> but I actually like, I actually Googled like the first and watched a video on YouTube for the yeah. first thing that came up for uh, that fucking cra- They all look like they're members of Kiss. Do dude. They? they? Like they got the fucking face paint and they're like insane clown posse out <laughs> and they look super serious and they're like, they're like playing their fucking music on like the side of a mountain because everything's on yeah, the side right. of a yeah, mountain. Yeah, no, no, right? yeah. There's like fucking lightning striking right. in the background. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. they are so fucking, I am so serious. <laughs> like, okay. Every bro. time I hear that music, I'm, I always think of the clerk's part where he's like, I would like to making fuck berserker. <laughs> That's what it's, it's. It's so ridiculous. Oh, that's awesome. It's so ridiculous. It's almost as ridiculous as fucking Houston. Houston is awesome from what I no. hear. It's like the best place no. in the universe. You know, normally we'll wait. It's in Texas, so it's got to suck. Dude, I've been to three cities in Texas, and I've liked two out of the three. Oh, okay. San Antonio is... I hear San Antonio is like not supposed to be in Texas. Yeah. San Antonio is the Naperville yeah. of Texas. Yeah. And I also Austin isn't Austin the other place that's... I haven't been there, but I've been okay. to Dallas, and okay. Dallas is a very... Architecturally, it's a pretty city. Okay. Like, it's just a pretty city. They got big-ass buildings. It's nicely taken care of. The women in Dallas are unnaturally beautiful, and I don't know why, but I'm fucking dead serious. <laughs> yeah. Houston is a... Fu- it's Houston is like fucking Cicero, Illinois, writ large. <laughs> it's fucking... You just, it's just a fucking pit. It, interestingly, I found out right before or after I got there that Houston has no zoning laws. And it looks, now that I know that, it looks exactly like a city built with no zoning laws. So you have, like, a huge, like, office building next door to, like, a 24-hour massage parlor (laughs) over. And then there's, like, like a fucking steakhouse. But next to that is, like, some dumpy discount record store. You know, like, like it's just, like, nobody's driving. (laughs) Except that in Houston, you have to fucking drive for a thousand miles to get anywhere. You land. I've fucking landed in both of the airports now in Houston. I landed in fucking George Bush Airport. Never again. Oh, no. Then I landed in Hobby, which is you the have other to, You lose like six IQ points when you land in George Bush Airport. I was nervous that the pilot would be fucking too stupid to land the plane again. So I was like, <laughs> fuck that. Fool me once. Shame hey, on you. Shame uh, on. Don't fool me don't again. Fool me again. <laughs> <laughs> don't misunderestimate me. <laughs> like, whatever. Uh. So I landed in the other airport. They're both fucking 45 minutes from everything. You drive like the expressways. You're just driving along, and it's like exit to the left, exit to the right, fucking exit on every side. It's like the highway has no zoning laws. (laughs) They're just randomly making decisions. It is a fucking disgusting pit of a city. It can't decide if it's gentrifying or if it's fucking crashing. Everywhere you go, it's like, that's kind of nice. Let's go over in that area. Oh, that area is... Also dumpy at the same time as being nice. How was the food? Awesome? It's fucking horrible. The best place <laughs> is fucking disgusting. Every time I travel for work, I do the same thing, right? Like, I travel for work. I get situated. I do a little bit of work. I get set. It's ready for dinner. I go on Yelp, and I look for a brew pub. I want to try. I want to sample something local. Every time I do the same thing, and I'm rarely disappointed. But both times I've been to fucking Houston, 
horrifyingly disappointed. Right. The best beer there is the St. Arnold, which is mediocre at best. But when I Google like a like Yelp, like what's the best brew pub I can find? It's a fucking English restaurant. How many fucking English restaurants you been to, bro? One. Yeah. Exactly one, and I'll never one go here back. too. I'll never go back. I sat there. I shit you not. I, I sit there at the fucking bar, and the woman comes by, and she's like, "Hey, you know what can I get for you?" I'm like, "What is your favorite thing on the menu?" And she says to me, "The burgers are half off." And I was like, "Okay." Are they your favorite thing on the menu? Yeah. And she just looked at me. <laughs> what? As if to imply, like, no food served here yeah. could conceivably be my favorite. When I'm eating a bowl of shit, it is impossible for me to decide if I want corn in it. Oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You're not sure if that adds oh. or subtracts from the experience. Oh. Houston is that bowl of corn-filled <laughs> shit. You know, on its best day. I went to one English restaurant and I ordered fish and chips and I ate one half <laughs> of one piece of fish. And then I immediately went home and took like a, a nap where your stomach hurts, <laughs> where you're laying on the bed and just being like, I don't want to do anything. Because it was, it was so filled with grease. If I would have put it in a napkin, I could have wrung it out. <laughs> How many times in your life have you heard this phrase? Hey, let's order English food. <laughs> No? Never. No, fucking never. Never. You know, hey, let's get Chinese. Oh, let's order pizza. You want to get some Thai food? Oh, let's grab some Indian. What? You fucking heard all of those things in your life. Nobody's ever said, let's go get some English food. It's true. The English don't even want English food. That's why they eat curry, (laughs) right? Because it's fucking Indian food. Because it's something else. It's just like fucking, let's, they had to take over an entire Uh, entire country country, to get a spice palette actually worth consuming. (laughs) And Houston, that's the best place to eat. That was the best place I could find within a reasonable driving. My God. And I, I set a reasonable driving distance is 30 minutes. I'm like, I'm willing to drive 30 minutes to get to some place that's not horrible. This was the best place I could find on Yelp. I had the fish and chips. Yeah, it's like fucking, it's like trust the Gordon Fisherman fish. You know what I mean? You're just like, all right. I mean, I've had fucking like fish sticks that I fed to a kid that were moderately better than that. They weren't oh they God. were aggressively worse. Holy shit, dude. It was awful. And that's still the best thing. Was it like a five star place on Yelp? It was four. The best I could find was four on Yelp. It like it had like a hundred reviews. It was called like the Bull and the Bear or something. So hey if you're in fucking Houston, that place is gross. Don't fucking go there. <laughs> oh, no. Here's my review. <laughs> Disgusting oh. fucking city. And it doesn't even have the fucking good sense to be like the rest of Texas, where it's hot but not humid. It's fucking a million humid in Houston. It's disgusting. <laughs> you walk out, it's like fucking puke soup. <laughs> it's a wretched hole in the ground. Sounds like prepit. Sounds piece of like shit city. The Indiana of the South. <laughs> it's not that bad. Maui. <laughs> Marriage is what brings us together today. Marriage, that blessed arrangement, that dream within a dream. So before we get started, Tom, let's talk a little bit about Roan County and Kim Davis. So Kim Davis what a sweetie. today wow. was arrested tragedy. by American the, tragedy. Uh, the uh, marshals, U.S. marshals. They took her out. Uh, and she, because she was refusing to give 
marriage licenses, not just to gay couples, to just across everybody. the board. She just yeah, decided just fuck it. that nuclear this is, this is this is not going to happen. Uh, and they they requested that she did it, and she said no, no, no. And then they finally had to remove her from her position uh, forcibly, basically take her. Then they cited her with contempt of court. They did. Right? They cited yeah. her with contempt of court, and they kept her in custody. Um, I actually think uh, that this is the worst thing that could possibly happen. And I'm going to explain why. We are going to have a rash of people misinterpreting what's going to happen now where she gets arrested. As not arrested for not doing her job, yeah. but arrested because she was Christian. And that's what we're going to deal with, I think, from now for the next, I would say, maybe six or seven months. They're going to keep on using this as an example sure. of how we're persecuting Christians yeah. in this country. And, you know, I don't know that there was another option. I'm not saying that, I, you know, maybe the worst thing that can happen is the only thing that can happen. I don't know if there was another option. I don't think there was. I don't think because she's an elected official from what so I read. Yeah, so she couldn't be fired. So she can't be fired. Um, you know, I don't know that there's a no contest type of thing that you can even do. And I don't know how fast that that would be. So I don't know. You know, I mean, like the worst case scenario seems to be like the only case scenario sure. in a lot of ways. So I don't think that there's a lot of lot of ways around it. But I think it's a I don't think it's a great thing that it happened. I think it's actually a, a bad thing that she got arrested. I think that it's going to spark a lot of people uh, that are going to misrepresent this uh, throughout the entire media for many, many weeks to come. I don't disagree, and I actually think that they're going to they're, – they're probably going to look at this as a case of civil disobedience. I, I would imagine that within not – it won't be a week before Brian Fisher or one of his fucking ill sure. compares her to Rosa Parks. Oh, yeah. They're going to talk about this as if this is you know some act of grand civil disobedience and patriotism and uh, yeah. all of that sort of nonsense, and she's going to become – Kind of a, a right wing martyr. That's hero. what I was thinking—a yeah. martyr. Yeah, and it's it, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah, like this is a fucking this is the degenerate bigot who refused to do her job because sure. she couldn't bigot properly at work. Yeah, it'd be like if you showed up and you're just like, I don't fucking marry black couples to white, you know, black dudes to white women or whatever or whatever. Know? Yeah, yeah, it's like you, well, you can't fucking do that. So you're you were elected to do a job. Yeah, and the and the courts have said you're. Your ideas about this don't matter. Right. And they don't matter. Like, it, do you approve? And I, it's like, you don't approve of every, do you approve of every marriage that comes through your door? I don't think about it. But yeah, I mean, I understand. I understand where you're coming from. If that was my job, do I have to have a sign of a, a, like an approval stamp? And I know a lot of people are digging into her past and saying like she had a bunch of, you know, a bunch of marriages and a, you know kids it's out of this or whatever. Who cares? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I understand that what they're trying to say is that she's a hypocrite because what she's trying to do is put marriage on this pedestal. And she's saying they shouldn't they shouldn't get a marriage, whereas she has, you know, gone through four and they're trying to explain it that way. I don't I think that's a distraction, too. I think it's I don't think it's worth talking about. I think the fact that she's not able to perform her job in a you know, a reasonable fashion. Right. You know, it'd be like uh, somebody sent us a message where they said, uh, I'm a I'm a Muslim and I work for the DMV. And uh, now I just don't want to give uh, licenses to women. Sure. So you right. know, I, I, it's against my religion again. And, and, and if you go to certain parts of the world, that's a real thing. 
where women can't drive because they think they're going to get fucking impregnated by the steering wheel or whatever. Right? Like somebody, like somebody, like there's a spore that touched the steering wheel because they have no idea how the body works. They're just like, I don't know. Like, can you get pregnant if you just touch something? I don't know. Maybe. That's probably. Let's no. just put her in a bag and just <laughs> just keep her in the bag. Quiet, quiet. Yeah. Put her in this bucket. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, but I just think I I think it's an it's. It's not a great day. I know a lot of people are like, ha ha, she got, she got arrested or whatever. Right. I don't care one way or the that other. That was the goal. That was her goal. That was, it was, it was everything she wanted. Right. Um, so She's going to get a book deal out we'll of it. We'll see dude. what happens. We'll see what happens with this. Yeah. But I don't think it's the best thing ever. Um, and I know suddenly, you know, fucking everybody's me like typing away. <laughs> it's yeah, in those right. emails that I tell us that I'm wrong. Right. But it's just my opinion. I just think, I think this is an, this is going to be. You know, and I could be wrong. My, you know, my fortune teller skills might be off. And in two weeks, there might be nothing about this. Uh, but I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. Did you see the Christians, uh, the, the, the Onion article? Um, the headline was like, Christian science uh, pharmacist refuses to give any medications. That's great, too. Yeah. That is, that's, a, that's great. Because that's a perfect encapsulation yep. of the difficulty with saying like, well, you know, maybe we'll make this accommodation. The accommodation is an unreasonable accommodation because it infringes upon the rights of other people in in mass in order to protect yeah. one person yeah. and their uh, right, if you even have a right, to be a bigot. Yeah. You know, it's and also there's a level of just ridiculousness to it. Like, where does it stop? Where, where does that nonsense end? And I thought that that onion headline fucking sure. crushed it. There was another one, uh, another joke article that had uh, Amish at the DMV. So the Amish person didn't want to give anybody driver's um, driver's licenses, licenses yeah. because they you know, they just didn't want right and, and, yeah. and that's and that and that's exactly it. It's like yeah. and we had a, somebody call in one of the voicemails that started the show was an Amish tech support guy. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a joke. It's like it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. None of this stuff makes any sense. But um, but you're right. I think she might get a book deal out of this. She'll oh, get a, yeah. a she'll she's definitely going to make her her circuit once she's done on the right wing talk shows. She'll be a hero. She'll be a hero. Let's. So this story comes from the Huffington Post. Catholic priest claims 15-year-old teen wanted sexual contact. Oh, man. Um, so this dude, he has sex with a 15-year-old boy. Right. And then when he gets busted, he's like, whoa, that kid had fucking evil on his mind. Yeah, that kid wanted it. That kid wanted me to fucking... It's like all those other kids that do child pornography. Right. I mean, they wouldn't be doing child, por- child pornography if they didn't want to entice other people. Look, they were fucking smiling when we they pinned wanted their it. smile yeah. face back. <laughs> When we put the horse bridle and oh, bit no. in their mouth, oh, they all no. look like they're smiling. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh. oh Jesus! It's just fucking ridiculous. Like, he says. He says in the article, he's like, "Yeah, it was a mistake, but I'm not a pedophile." It's like, <laughs> <laughs> and I, bro, I, uh, I just want to say, maybe I don't know. Might wanna, probably, yeah, probably. you probably are. Super duper that. So, well, if he's a pedophile, you know what they do immediately is they ship him off to another country, which is what happened. Right. He immediately got shipped over uh, uh, over off to another country. And that sucks because it's like the shell game that they have. It's like they just move these guys around. You don't know where that. And it's the worst shell game ever because the win is you get to pick like a Snickers bar. But the, the loss is like a non-consensual hand job. And that sucks. It sucks to lose that game. That sucks. On both accounts, because yeah. not only is it non-consensual, consensual, but it's also a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> we 
Sex is already the consolation prize of sex acts. It really right? is. It's that's like, like that's like ugh. it's like while you're getting the hand job, you just hear in the background that sad trombone like wah wah. wah. <laughs> Uh, that's about how long it takes, too. As yeah, soon as she... Uh, wah, wah, wah. I'm done. I'm just All right. clean me up. Can I have a Kleenex? It's fine. It's fine. Just get, get, me a, get me a washcloth uh, and get the hell out of here. Gosh. <laughs> I wonder when they're going to make the new the new educational video game for those people like like uh, Who in the World Grope Carmen Sandiago. Oh. Like, <laughs> I don't want to see the... The, oh. the cutscenes for that actually. That's, yeah. that's a. It's one of those, actually you'll get arrested by the FBI if you have them on your computer. <laughs> you so, right? You're like I'm yeah. just trying to learn geography. I don't know. It's, like, it's completely innocuous. I, I just wanted to learn about geography and uh, and yeah, anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a part in this article where he's talking about how the kid has evil in his mind. And then he says something like, he says, he was old enough to walk away, but I think that was, that I was attracted to him. That is the only explanation I could think of right now. And it's like, this is a 15 year old kid. You can't, you can't say, you know, I was, that, that he had any kind of volition here in this. It's, he's a 15 year old. He yeah. doesn't get to make that decision. His Whether ar- or not yeah. he made that decision. His argument is the 15 year old seduced me. Yeah. That is his. That's actually his argument. That's right. what he's saying. He had evil on his mind. In other words, the, the the he initiated or or overpowered me with his sexuosity or whatever. Right. Like, <laughs> and you're just like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? Like, here's what you do with 15 year old kids. You don't fuck them. Yeah. Like that's what you do. You do that 100 percent of the time. <laughs> Every, it's a pretty easy standard, right? It turns out. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. And then, and then later on, like it's you can like, even do that with 16 and 17 year olds. It's you can do that all the way down the line, as it turns yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Younger too. Younger's. What you can do is you can exercise some fucking discretion over your own physical activity. Like the fact that you happen to be attracted to somebody doesn't mean that it's okay for you to fuck them. Like that's not how that works. Like you still have to make a moral choice, sure. priest. You would think right? that they would understand that, right? Yeah. And then he says later, like he's like, "Hey, you know, I just come from my country, and really in Ecuador, a person at fifteen year old is not considered so innocent." Well, not after you fuck them or not. <laughs> That's so bad. Oh. oh, and then later because like, but he must have known it was bad because later he says, "But I haven't like he has had any sex with any other minors." I was like, "Well, if it, if if you really didn't think that there was any moral component to it, why no. wouldn't you have sex with lots of minors? Why don't you just why have like just a fucking like, minor orgy, right? Like you know? a fucking I'll have a major what? and minor orgy. Yeah, exactly. I'll have yeah. a major minor orgy. <laughs> <laughs> just invite them in. You put little stamps on their hand. You know, it's like it's like a little party. Yeah. There you go. Here's the, your wristband. <laughs> put the keys to your bike in the fishbowl. Oh no. <laughs> you are watching the beginning and the birth of the new world order. And you want to call me crazy? Go to hell. Call me crazy all you want. This is from Right Wing Watch. Do you have ammunition and guns and God? And, 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 and? Glenn Beck warns that fascism, war, and hunger are coming. Blah, 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 blah. Well, let's listen to Glenn Beck because he's always awesome. You know, there's going to be a point 
where Glenn Beck comes out like the guy in Predator. You remember the bald guy who's always like shaving his head with a razor? Jesse Ventura like, played him, right? No, no? The, bla- the black guy, the bald oh, guy yeah, 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 who's yeah, like yeah. crazy, who's always just got these big crazy <laughs> eyes all the time. Like Glenn Beck is one day going to come out bald <laughs> with a razor on his bald skin. He'll just be standing and be like, you need guns and guns. And people will just be like, yeah, that's just Glenn Beck. They I- won't even blink an eye. I want to get this out of the way first because I do. I do honestly think at this point that Glenn Beck is seriously mentally ill, and and he's rich and nobody is telling him right, and nobody is getting him treatment. He's just like he's just like Network. He's I, just he, like he, Network. It, it's happening. Yeah, right in front of us, and it's Glenn Beck. It's not, but so it's like not even. It's almost not even fun to go after Glenn Beck. It's it's starting to get to the point where you're not sure that he is. But I'm not sure enough where I can still make fun of him. Yeah. Well, because so. you saw, didn't you say he was on NPR and he was He very sounded lucid? completely cogent on NPR, but they, they never asked him any leading questions at all. He was anti-Trump on NPR. That's all he was. That's all they had him on was to talk about Trump that he didn't like him. That was Interesting. it. Interesting. Yeah. What show was he on? Do you remember? A Weekend Edition. Interesting. Speaking of Weekend Edition, before we even get into this, because it was hilarious. Yeah, okay. you, did you hear about D's Nuts? No. What? You didn't hear about D's Nuts? What? Not specifically. I, I don't. So this kid in Iowa makes this campaign that he's going to run for president. He's only like 15 or 16, and he calls himself D's Nuts, <laughs> and he gets 15% of the vote. <laughs> and the very best part, the very best part is that this guy... Everybody in the United States now has to talk about him. So everybody on the news reports is like, these nuts got 15% of the vote. The very best part is the guy from Weekend Edition, whatever the guy's name is, I forget the guy, but he's got a very iconic voice, right? right? He's got a, and he's a great, great news person. Like, he's wonderful. I love listening to Weekend Edition. He's my favorite NPR show. The best line this last week was he's like, Actually, let me find a clip of it. Let me just see if I can find it, because you're going to laugh your ass off when you hear him say it. One candidate who's attracted attention is D's Nuts, (laughs) despite, maybe because he's a 15-year-old from Iowa, young Mr. Nuts is shown as polling 10% in North Carolina. I wonder if D's Nuts, running against Captain Crunch, is related to Grape Nuts. A lot of Bushes and Kennedys run for office. Why not Nuts? Oh, it's great! The very best part is everybody's everybody's so tongue-in-cheek the whole time, and everybody gets to play off of it. I think that that kid, that 15-year-old, just had, like, this brilliant flash where he's – I mean, it's it's fucking comedic genius, and it's a fucking 30-year-old joke at this point. Like, these nuts is – God, it's got to be 30 years old already. That kid is a goddamn superhero in his high school. It's amazing. In his high school? It's amazing. He could walk around oh. and just fuck everybody in the Fucking high school. Fucking young Mr. Nuts is the best it's thing tremendous. ever. It's so funny. That's like, I mean, he, he's got vote for these nuts. Like, it's, <laughs> like, it's awesome. That's all, tremendous. All right. So speaking of crazy people. Yeah. Glenn Beck. Speaking of nuts. <laughs> when the correction finally hits and we're not there, it is going to be worse than 2008, worse than 2007, which percentage-wise was the worst jo- drop we've ever had that is worse, 1987, percentage-wise, than the Great Depression. And if we continue to follow progressive principles and, quite honestly, common core math... <laughs> what the f- what? Common core man. Why would? Why? Oh, wait, wait. Whoa. 
If we continue to follow, I don't think anybody follows Common Core Math. Like, I'm going the way of Common Core Math. But, okay, we continue to... Which way did Common Core Math go? Follow him! Hey, Common Core, West Common Core, West! What are you talking about? You pay a cabbie like $50. Follow that Common Core Math. <laughs> what did Common Core Math have to say? Oh. That's my candidate. Like, what? <laughs> what? We're going to follow Common Core Math. We're going to go into a, a, a fucking great recession or depression because people arrive at numerical values using a different system. Th- it's it's like saying like, well, it's a, it's a bullet point that he can get people rallied behind. It, it, yes. It's just like he's just naming things he doesn't like, like yeah. my fucking white pale ales. <laughs> just like, OK, I don't like that either. If we, we follow just- Brussels sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> we will repeat the same mistakes that we made in the 1930s and the 1940s. And the world will follow with fascism. Communism, war, and hunger. Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the dragons. Yeah, no, that's very true. Yeah. What, are you kidding me? Like, what did we, did we like, did we, did we unleash an ancient terror when we were mining for our mithril, you fucking <laughs> lunatic? I just, we're just scared of everything. Oh, I'm so scared. Oh. I, I found out today, because we're talking about the Dow here. He's talking about, like, yeah. this crash. The in, crash. In 2010, the Dow was at 10,462. Okay, that's 2010. Yeah. Around this week, 2010. Today, yeah. it ended, yeah. it ended at 16,374. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a crash. Ah! The recent dip, yeah. the recent dip yeah. that we went down from, uh, that we're now recovering we're from, already, that, we've, yeah. that uh-huh. we've already corrected yes. from, right. 15,666. Yeah. The, the, the dip was inconsequential yeah. and so short-lived but it's like they want to seize on it right because if every day if all you're doing is like you're the harbinger of doom and then you don't get any doom out you of need it as much doom as you can right yeah you got to sweep as much doom as you can into a pile <laughs> and be... hope that you get enough in your dustbin they're fucking weird doom collectors they are like, they're crazy and, and, this and, guy's particularly crazy. oh right i mean he's this guy is Fucking one minute away from selling the cornmeal buckets. You know what I mean? <laughs> he is. He's right he at the is. edge of like, you know, building a fucking shelter in his backyard and like, you know, burying fucking tubes and like, yeah, oh you yeah. Know, he's yeah. got just like a he's like got like, have a, like, a, like a little hamster, hamster house wheel. out there. <laughs> it's going to happen, gang. Did he just call us gang? gang? What are we, a fucking little rascals? <laughs> like, do I have a dog with like a fucking a black eye? And like a guy who talks like this. <laughs> hey, gang, what are we doing? Should we go down to the old fishing hole? Like, hey, gang. <laughs> well, fellas, I love the gang. Are you kidding me? Now, you and I have been made fun of relentlessly for advising our friends to prepare. Yeah, and you deserve every moment of it. Yeah. Right? But believe me, no one will be laughing when the chickens come home to roost. I'm laughing and probably eating your chickens. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a matter of uh, if. It is truly a matter of when. Are you prepared? See, now this is it, though. It's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when. Yeah. And that's real easy. Sure. It's real easy to sure. say it's not a matter of if. It's when. Well, when, if it doesn't have a time frame on it, 
You doesn't know, mean anything. I mean, it fucking in 4.6 billion years, we're looking at the fucking exploding of the planet because it gets sucked up into the sun or whatever. Well, you that, know? I, but if you have food on hand, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. As long as you have like a, like a, a, a hamster wheel <laughs> underneath your ground and you're good. Do you have food on hand? Do you have cash on hand? Well, good what the would it do? fuck would cash do well, for why you? Why would I want it? Wait a minute. In his scenario, the global economy is collapsing, right? And so, you need food somehow. You need food. What the fuck good would cash do for you? What would I do with the cash? Isn't isn't this a world where my cash has become grossly devalued? Yeah. Or maybe or maybe not. I guess like inflation or deflation could equally. I guess. But it, it you don't need food unlike. if you have cash. Yeah. You what don't. Do you, you know. You can get. You could eat it. You can get your food. Yeah. It's you can get your food. Linen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You could digest it, right? Do you have ammunition and guns? And God, most importantly. I have him. He's in my gun safe. What the <laughs> fuck would God do for you? He already fucking abandoned you. He already abandoned you and you're fucking starving. Or none of this would be happening. Yeah. Right? You're just like, uh, I would really like the collapse of our civilization not to have occurred. Well, golly, I didn't know. <laughs> I hope y'all done built one of them fancy god shelters underneath that doodle. ground. I was too busy listening to Norwegian death metal. <laughs> doot, doot, diddly do is my favorite thing now. I love the doot, doot, diddly doos. I can listen to that all day. It gets my coon dog a howling. <laughs> oh, did your did your economy collapse? I don't really understand Whoopsie that. Whoopsie doodle, doot, doot, diddly doodle. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Maybe y'all could rub a goat on it or something. I don't, I don't really understand all these you know, high tech things. You ain't been sacrificing any wet bulls to me anytime <laughs> soon, so what do you want me to do? I hear foreskin futures are up. <laughs> He's like those buy gold guys, you know? Well, that's it. And the thing is, is like it's, it's even worse because cash has literally nothing that's yep, going to do right. for you. Like cash is, you know, I could see the food goal. And the food thing is stupid, too, because there's no way you're going to have enough food to survive. Like, you will never have enough food. I don't care how fucking stocked your fucking, you know, under fucking house pantry is or right. whatever. Even if you filled the entire thing where you couldn't even walk into it with food. <laughs> that's not going to last you, you know, an indefinite amount it's of time. Last. Yeah, you, you, can, you can sock away enough food for a few weeks. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe, you know, maybe if you're fucking amazing, you can do a couple of years. Yeah, but. But at that wow. point, like. You Man. know, I mean, what are you what are you expecting after a couple of years? If you haven't gotten I'm expecting th- my food to start going if bad, you that's ha- what I'm if you haven't gotten things in place yeah. in a couple of years to fucking sustain yourself, you're just gonna die of starvation after two years, dude. If, if seriously, if two years goes by and I still can't go buy a food at a place, yeah, then it's the road. It's the you road. Know what I mean? And it's, it's fucking like, it's baby soup, right? Yeah. I don't care at that point. I'm just yeah. I'm fucking eating a gun anyway. Yeah, it's fucking that's baby it. soup. Yeah. I don't I don't know about you, but like. When I think about a world like that, it's like, well, I don't want to live in that. Yeah, I don't either. And there's no afterlife. So if it's like, hey, you could live in fucking desolate, screaming squalor full of pain and misery, or you could just not be anymore. I'd be like, well, fucking, I'll just not be anymore. Yeah. I don't have any fucking issues around that. That was was fucking (laughs) joy-filled. I'll fucking kill myself, (laughs) y'all! Oh, oh, the fucking joy-filled nights we have in fucking gloryful, glorial studios. Can oh, we man. talk about something, I don't know, absurd? No. No. I don't know. Uplifting? Do we have any? We don't use those stories. We need a new show. 
That's what we need. We need a new show. <laughs> we need to get a new. It's called like Puppy Petting Review yeah, we need or something. A, yeah. Oh, that seems like something. <laughs> Sounds like I'm not an awesome on. show, though. I'm like Puppy Petting Review. I petted the husky. That was amazing. <laughs> he was super. Although you, although although if you had that show, you would get fucking emails. People, I like petting huskies. Their old coat's too oily. And you're like fucking Jesus. You know you would get that shit. Yeah, you'd be like, I pet like three kittens, and be like, fucking, I, I fucking hate cats. I know, right? Like. Cats are mean. <laughs> it was super cute. I enjoyed it. Yeah. A super lot. I hate you so much. I'm going to face fuck your mom's ear. Like, th- wait, what? Well, okay. Oh, yeah. All right. No, that's fine. Stick a bagel in there yeah. while you're at it. I'll fucking <laughs> put a schmear on it. I don't give a shit. Want to contact the guys? Go to dissonancepod.com to get links to their Google+, Facebook, and Twitter accounts. If you want to contact them directly, send an email to dissonance.podcast at gmail.com or you can call and leave a message at 740-74-DOUBT that's 740-743-6828 do you want to support the show? go to patreon.com that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash dissonance pod or click the link on the podcast homepage and you can donate to the production of Cognitive Dissonance on a per episode basis If you can't spare any money, take a second to give us a five-star review on iTunes or Stitcher, or spread the word about the show. We want to send a big, heartfelt glory hold to all the patrons and people who rate us. You fucking rock. This comes from MSN.com. The secret to the psychic trade? It's in the parole board transcripts. Um, So this is kind of interesting. Uh, Celia Mitchell um, was up in front of a parole board for being a fucking fortune-telling fraud and she was pretty blunt man they like they kept asking her like time and again like so is it all bullshit and she's like oh yeah the whole fucking thing just made it all up i think it's crazy that we have parole boards this day and age that are like are fucking curious about whether or not it's fucking bullshit that that line of questioning they seemed a little incredulous yeah. based on they were like so you can't see the future like even at, at all? all like even a little bit <laughs> they were yeah. like fucking are you kidding me like like it's four o'clock you don't even know like Jesus, what are, you, what are you, like, seven years old and think there's princesses somewhere? <laughs> like, fucking with wings, fairy wings and shit? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't You're know. like a fucking, you are an adult. Don't you fucking realize that fucking psychics aren't a real goddamn thing? I was I was reading it. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You're actually asking that question? I was mad at the article. I wanted to, I wanted to take the entire parole board and clunk their heads together. The parole board should be a series, like a set of like sober, reflective men and women yeah. who are making life and death decisions, not only for the people they're paroling, but also for the citizenry they're protecting. Yeah. And they're sitting there like, so wait a minute, <laughs> let's get back to whether or not you can read the future <laughs> on somebody's hand. <laughs> well, hold on a second. Are you saying that if you flip over a card... And it's like a card with a picture on it. That's not indicative of what's going to happen to them in the future. So, so just how much can you know? And uh-huh. the woman's like, "It's all yeah bullshit." She's like, "She's like, it's literally all bullshit." Yeah, yeah she's like, she's none like, of it. I wanted to talk though, real quick about this. It says, "In earlier this summer, a Times Square psychic named Priscilla Kelly Del Maro, twenty-six, was charged with taking seven hundred thirteen thousand nine hundred seventy-five dollars from a marketing professional in Brooklyn after promising to reunite him with a woman he loved, even after the man discovered that the woman had died. 
I can't even I don't even have a good enough imagination to know what to do with seven hundred and thirteen thousand dollars. I thought about it today. I was like, what would I do with seven hundred thirteen thousand dollars? The first thought is like, well, I'd pay off my mortgage. And then I was like, I don't know what else I would do. Right. I'm kind of done. I'm um, I'd probably put it in the bank and then just keep working. Like, I, don't even, <laughs> I don't even know. Like, I don't even have a good enough imagination for that. I think I could get through a good half of it pretty quick. Yeah, I think I could, I could I could bang through half of it in about forty five minutes. I feel like I feel like maybe an hour it would take me to get through that, you know. But then, like once the strippers are all tired, sure, you know, <laughs> and you got to pay them extra because they got to look at you. I know. So <laughs> Jesus, it just you just fucking it's just fucking hundred. Yeah. It's just whatever. You it's know, the just, only thing that keeps them in the room because <laughs> the stench is pushing them out. It's a huge yeah. room. Yeah, it's a. It's, Two strippers. You got a you got a shotgun full of fucking hundred dollar bills. No, but sir, I got to stun them with it. It's like a rubber bullet. It just, it's they leave with these giant hundred dollar bill bruises on them. No, but I just Worth every penny. I don't even know. Like I just I'm 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 at a loss. It's so much money. Yeah, it's a lot of money, man. It's to, a lot of money to be told by some woman who identifies herself as a gypsy. By the way, and I know I know we're not allowed to say gypsy anymore. But she identified herself. She identified herself. herself. She says I'm a gypsy. Actually, yeah. she's a she's a person with gypsyism. <laughs> but she's a she's, she's a gypsum. <laughs> she's a person with gypsum. She's, she's basically yeah. drywall. <laughs> like drywall. We're, we're gonna get fucking a million years back. You're not allowed to say that word. Well, she actually and her she actually said that that's what right. she was. We'll also get emails like much modern drywall is no longer made of gypsum. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We can't, we can't stop it. No matter what, we're getting swarmed by email. But it's just crazy to me that they that they're that that's their that's the reaction of the board, and that this this miss much money is able to fly out of people's hands nowadays. Right, we're talking about psychics, and like I I read that same part, and it's like this woman was twenty six when she scammed somebody out of seven hundred and thirteen thousand, almost seven hundred and fourteen thousand dollars. And I mean, a part of me was like, fucking bravo. You're 26 years old. You're an entrepreneur. Yeah, it's a lot easier than robbing a bank. Tell you what. Tell people what they want to hear. Yeah. Do a little hookabooka dance, like whatever it takes. Yeah. And you get three quarters of a million dollars. Crack a rooster egg somewhere. Who's that guy on the other side of the glory hole? It's Jesus. Sister, it comes from Mass Live. Christian rock musician from Chicopee. Held without bail on child pornography possession charges, um, and uh, and also charged with creating Christian rock, yeah. <laughs> which is really the the larger offense out of the two. He's from uh, he's from the Ukraine, I guess, and he they found a bunch of images. At first, he said he said to the investigators, "Is like, look, I would just- you like to make it fuck <laughs> with twelve to fifteen year old girls, berserker?" <laughs> No, he said he, he said he liked twelve to fifteen year old girls. Yes, he said, "Look, I like twelve to fifteen year old girls." And they said, "Okay, we're going to look at your computer." And they found eight thousand images and thirty three videos. Well, he really of, likes them of some boys and girls as young as eight years old. So it's a little off. Well, he can't. I mean, a they don't, third of the way off when we're coming right down to it. Here's so. here's really the problem for the for the child pornographer in today's day and age. Sure. Yeah, one of the problems. I'm they sure. don't have. It's not like they have a driver's license, right? You know, if you're How interested you know? in a twelve-year-old, yeah, you could you could get tricked by a savvy eight-year-old. Yeah, I mean, geez, depending oh on God. the makeup, you're oh right. My God. 
They could be a you know world weary, yeah, world weary eight year old. Somebody walks in (laughs) with a smoker's cough (laughs) and a cigarette in their hand. Hey, honey, what are you looking for? God. And you have no idea. You don't know, right? Yeah. You know, this poor she guy. She says she's 12. You take her on her sure. word. Sure. Yeah. You can't know. You don't know these things. Fucking, it's ridiculous. I'll tell you what, these all these like little eight-year-olds that are trying to entrap these guys, it's just right. absolutely ridiculous. You know, I feel bad for Christian rockers. You know, <laughs> they, they wake up and they have to uh, think of Christian rock lyrics. Sure. And then play Christian rock licks. And then, oh, you, I don't even know if you can call those licks. Hey, now. Well, you, we're not talking about the other thing. He now. just we're had the about, pornography. Yeah, we true. don't know that yeah. he actually licked it. How many licks does it take to get to the center of an eight year old? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to do a oh, little quiz die. here with you, Tom. Okay. Um, I don't want to answer any of this your questions. This quiz is contemporary Wait a minute. worship. Do, song. I need a, do I need an attorney for this <laughs> quiz? <laughs> no, you need an adult. <laughs> um, There's not one in the room. <laughs> <laughs> it's contemporary worship song or love song. I'm going to read you the lyric, oh, okay. and you tell me whether it's a contemporary worship song or a love song. Okay. Lay back against you and breathe. Hear your heartbeat. This love is so deep. It's more than I can stand. Holy shit. Well, that's got to be a love song. All right. Uh, actually, it's a contemporary worship song. Ew. Um, <laughs> Ew. It's too bodily. I feel your touch. As you bring freedom to all that's within. That's contemporary worship. Freedom? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, freedom. Right, that's Liberty that's, University yeah, wrote that song. Your love is one in a million. It goes on and on and on. You give me a really good feeling all day long. That's horrible. That's just, <laughs> hold on a minute. Can't I just judge it? Isn't there <laughs> just one that just says, don't ever listen to this? Wow, somebody's <laughs> like, I don't know, on and on. What should the next long one go as long and on? I'm going to do a third on and on uh, and on. So what do you think? Uh, that one's uh, that's a contemporary worship song. It's actually a love song. One in a million by uh, Alea. I don't know who that is. That's terrible. It's pretty really bad. Turns terrible. out it's bad. Yeah. Your voice is warm and tender. A love that I could not forsake. Forsake to me sounds like forsake a is contemporary, contemporary Christian rock crap, right? Mm, sorry, it's a love song. Really? Power of Love by Celine Dion. <laughs> <laughs> I think I love you. I thought that was the power of love. <laughs> That's a different song, I think. <laughs> I think I love you, but I want to know for sure. Come on, hold me tight. I love you. That's got to be a uh, love song. That can't be a contemporary. That I- is, that's wild thing. That's- <laughs> I it's think wild I love, thing, love song. Wild thing. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so here we go. I can feel you breathe. It's washing over me. Suddenly, I'm melting into you. Ew. Again, there's just something like vaguely like gross and rug about yeah, that. So sure. I'm going to go with contemporary Christian rock song or Christian uh, worship song. This is actually a love song, Breathe by Faith Hill. It's super gross and weird. Although Faith Hill is, super I know hot. Faith Hill. Uh, well, I was just thinking Faith Hill is like it sounds like a Christian rock band anyway. Yes, she but, does. Okay, and also wow, <laughs> capture <laughs> my heart again. Your love is extravagant. Your friendship, it's it is intimate. Again, I just feel vaguely skeezed out by a lot of these lyrics. <laughs> Your friendship is. What vaguely intimate? Yeah, I guess yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. That's 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 really bad. That's the that's a worship song. Worship song. Yeah, 
It is. Nailed Your it. Love is Extravagant by Daryl Evans. It's a oh, wow. song. What a great. Your Love is Extravagant? We're going all the way, and and the wonder of it all is that I'm living just to fall more in love with you. That's a love song. We're going all the way. I'm sorry. That's it's sexy It's times. a contemporary worship song called Deeper by uh, Delirious. Really? Really? Ooh. My first, my last, my everything, and the answer to all my dreams. Well, it's an answer to dreams, not prayers. I feel like that's blasphemous. That's so a, it's a love, love song. song. You're right. This one's a love song. Nailed it. It's by Barry White. You're the first, the last, and everything. Uh, a sloppy wet kiss, and my heart turns violently inside my chest. What's a guy? It cannot be a worship song. So I'm going to guess worship song. It is a worship song. Oh, really? Yeah. Super gross. It's what? It's how he loves by John Mark. Ew. Sloppy you got, you got a half right. I'm fucking. You got five this. right. So All right good for you. Look at me go. There were two options. I got half right. <laughs> I feel like I'm not real good at statistics, but that could be chance. Chance could play a role. <laughs> you know, you're not very good at statistics, but I'm I'm gonna agree with you I'm there. Gonna, I'm gonna agree with I feel you. Feel like I crushed yeah, that. Yeah, dude, that sloppy kiss one is a worship song, bro. Dude, bro. Uh, uh-uh. bro. No, <laughs> it's so gross. Abortions for all. Very well. No abortions for anyone. Hmm. Abortions for some, miniature American flags for others. So this story comes from Politico.com. Pope Francis to allow priests to forgive women who had abortions. And what there's a couple of things I like about this article that that, that struck me. The first is the incredible line of uh like the the chain from forgiveness all the way down to where you actually so like if a woman has an abortion and and you know destroys the fetus and they decide that that's killing a child so let's use their term so the child is 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 harmed then it goes to the woman then it goes to the priest then it goes to the pope and the pope goes to god it's like six it's like fucking asking kevin bacon for forgiveness it's like it's like going to the dmv to try to get your fucking sticker where you're like going to the other person like i already to like seven of you people. <laughs> the fuck? Can't you? One of you give me a goddamn sticker? The fuck do you? Where do you hide the stickers? Are you fucking kidding me? And they're all just like, no, nah, it's not me, bro. And you're like, who is it then? You're just in the line to ask about. Sticks. I know it's the worst too, where you got to stand in the ask line and you're there for forty five minutes, just like waiting like a jag off. And then you walk to the counter, they're like. No, that ain't me. You gotta wait in this an hour and a half. Like, here's motherfucking what? What are you talking about? How could there possibly be another line? It's, the, it's actually true that it is faster to drive to a less populated oh, county. Yeah, absolutely. I have done. I have absolutely been like near a DMV, but I'm in a D, I, the DMV that I'm near is in a city that has people in it. Yeah, sure, yeah. It's easier and faster to drive an hour to a less populated community to go to their oh, DMV. I know, I know. Because you can bop in and bop right out. My parents used to live in central Illinois when they were alive. And they... <laughs> <laughs> they used to live a lot of places when they were alive. <laughs> but anyway, my, my the, I'm laughing because your parents. I know because they're totally oh, dead. But we wound up going to uh, the DMV. I was with my dad one day, um, and we're driving down the road. And I said, "Oh, I got to get my license." He says, "Well, let's stop in." And I was thinking, "I don't have six hours." I was like, <laughs> no, 
are you kidding? Like, well, you want to spend your day in the DMV? And we walked in. I was the only person in there. Like, I saw a tumbleweed roll across the ground. I was in awe at how how unbelievably non-packed it was. It was amazing. Dude, that's the way to travel. Oh, it's the best. It's the middle of Illinois, and there was nobody there. There was nobody there. there I, went, and there was four people behind the counter just waiting for a rush of humans that would never come. They're like all on their phone, and they didn't give a shit. They're like, I'm actually going to get a Oh my this. god! This is amazing. It was it was great though. I would I I, I would almost travel the two hours down there and avoid the no, hour and forty five like, minutes. You're, yeah. right. You're, right. You're right. Why not drive an hour if you're going to waste two hours? I'd rather waste two hours in my car by sure. myself where I'm not aggravated, standing right? waiting for the next person and angry the whole time. Oh god! Angry the whole time. Oh. You can't even you can't even park your car in the parking lot of the DMV without being a little mad about it. <laughs> Right. You can't, right? right? Cuz you're like fucking gritting your teeth oh, like you got It's like going to get your emission test done. Oh, you're like God. it's like fucking emission and it's even if everything goes swimmingly and it's not that big a deal. You're still just like well, I'm still just kind of mad. Can you imagine like working in one of those jobs though? Because everybody in there comes in with that chip on their shoulder, right. and they're just ready to fight. Yeah. And the worst part is, is that it's it's sort of this like it's like a firestorm. You walk in there, and everybody's kind of just a little on edge. Right. And the one little thing that sets one person off now sets everybody else off. It's the post office. It's like the post office. The post office is the same thing. Whenever I go to the post office downtown, especially when there's like a fucking forty-five person line, and there's two people, and they're just. Fucking going as slow as they possibly can because right? they don't give no fucks whatsoever. Fucks, and they're just like, "Sorry, we don't get a delivery box till tomorrow." <laughs> they're just they're just waiting and waiting and waiting in line. People get so mad all the time. It's it's fu- it's actually if you go in there with that mindset where you're like, "This is gonna be really funny," it can be very funny. But you know, sometimes I just go in there and I'm a little angry. Dude, the pharmacy so. for me is that way. I can't walk into a pharmacy to get a thing without being like. Because sometimes you go in like your insurance says you can't refill this till tomorrow. Like, I'm here right now. (laughs) I don't want to come back tomorrow. Oh gosh, I want to get my thing. Oh no, just give me the thing. Give me the thing. There, there have been times like. Where I've gone, like when Colleen was sick and I had a medicine and the fucking insurance wouldn't cover it, I'd be like, I'll just fucking pay cash. And they're like, well, you can't pay cash. I'm like, I can pay cash for anything. Yeah. I'm paying cash. <laughs> I'm paying. They're like, it's like $1,000. I'm like, I don't care. I'm not leaving without medicine. I'm not leaving your fucking. Give it a, give it <laughs> I, so now, like, I'm like, I'm just so mad when I walk in those. Yeah. Sure. You're just instantly on You're edge. just super mad. Yeah. What were we talking about? Pope Francis. Pope Francis. Hey. Yeah, hey, it's the Pope. So. Uh, the the Pope's allowing priests to forgive women who had abortions, and there's a couple of things to talk about here. So on the one on the one hand, like credit where it's fucking due, right? I mean, credit where it's due. Within the framework he's got, yeah, good for you, and and hopefully, it's my great hope that this can make people in those countries where abortion is completely illegal and those are mostly catholic countries yeah. those are the those are the crazy catholic countries where abortion is just fucking you can't even get one they're just like sorry there's no abortion and you know fucking you know a 2 year old gets pregnant or whatever and they're like up <laughs> oh, 2 year yeah like up oh, time to be a mommy you know right. what i mean like they're like super young they will hopefully at that point Take another look at those policies. Maybe. And maybe there's going to be a little more room if it's forgivable. Maybe they're going to start thinking about it in a little different – that's my hope. I don't know if it's the truth, but that's my hope. So up until now, 
Because 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 the 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 Pope said like this is evidently like the Jujubee year or something. So he's giving the priests the okay to forgive women, and that is good news. That really is good news. But what also occurs to me is like. Man, they don't fucking need your forgiveness if they don't have your judgment in the first right. place. You have to bring that judgment to, to bear in the beginning. Right. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! So this story comes from the Huffington Post. Uh, the sad reason Josh Duggar's wife won't leave him. So um, we've I've been kind of waiting for the right angle to approach the Duggar thing, right? So Josh Duggar is like, he's the kitty diddling Duggar. Right. That's that's his. Thing. That's good. You did a good job. Right. Kitty diddling Dougler. I think Dougler. 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 I think Dougler is better, though. Now, what if he was also a juggling Dougler? <sighs> Dugger. I can't do <laughs> Juggling Dougler. Juggling Dugger. He's a kitty diddling Dugger juggler. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that would apply that he juggles Duggers well, right? or juggles their Right, maybe, maybe, maybe he's juggling their parts. Works. And you see what I did with my hands there? I kind of did a, like a, a little, juggling, like a I'm twiddle, twiddle. I'm kind of like telling somebody to cough right now with my hands <laughs> at this point. So it works on so many levels. <laughs> <laughs> the, the humor on this show is so sophisticated. <laughs> I love to use the word sophisticated and this show at the same time. This show is like a cocktail wiener with a toothpick on it on a silver tray, baby. With like a little bit of caviar on top. (laughs) So everything tastes off. Everything's everything's just gross. Uh, So the Duggler. The caviar. It all tastes like semen now. So Dirk Duggler here. (laughs) So he's banging kids and now he's he was on ashley madison yes he's on so ashley madison if you guys i don't know we're living under a rocks is fucking everywhere it's that like i want to cheat on my wife but i'm really going to pay money to talk to a robot online actually talk to dudes because most of them are dudes it's like dudes pretending to be chicks i know it's so funny because it reminded me of like when i was a kid and there would be there would be these uh chat rooms this is a long time ago so you know talking chat rooms on like aol or whatever yeah and it would be it would be a chat room, and, and one of my friends would start talking to somebody. I'd be like, how do you know if it's a girl or a guy? Don't care, dick like, hand. Don't care, bro. <laughs> and it's like, this is weird. You know, it's funny because those chat rooms were like the only time like teenagers were fucking literate enough to masturbate, to like text, right? It's like <laughs> <laughs> like now, now you're just like fucking, I'm, I don't even need the volume on. Like, I'm, I'm not going to close caption this shit. Are you kidding close me? Close caption. I, what I want is I want the porn, but then I want the person who signs next to it. So they just keep doing the fucking sign. And oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be amazing. That would. There's got to be. There's there's a fucking Reddit for that. Oh, I'm yeah. just saying. Where there's a Reddit where there's somebody who watches porn and is doing the signs. That signs. would be hilarious. I would watch that. That would be so funny. <laughs> It would be so. Funny. I would watch it for the research. Oh yeah, yeah. That, what what I mean, else? Would yeah, you? I would. I would, la- I would watch it to laugh a hearty uh-huh. belly laugh at. I would like to watch that to laugh alone. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe while the wife is grocery shopping or something. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, there's a Dirk Duggler. Yeah. So Dirk Duggler, the kitty diggling juggler, or whatever. <laughs> This whole thing is like a hard. It's one of those tongue twisters. Well, tongue twister. I guess we're we're talking so, about Dirk Duggler here. Yeah, there so you go. so, uh, so this guy is just kind of a skis ball. The, the the story here 
I think, is not about him. It's not no, about right. his his sort of wanting to have sex with other people, who cares? whatever. Because who cares? It's business. his life. Well, we care. We care if it's the if it's the kids. We care right. about that. Yeah, non consensual. But when it's consensual, who cares? Yep. What we care about is the wife in this yep. situation, because the wife is brought into this tradition, brought up in this tradition, where their fucking opinions don't matter. Right. And where they fucking treat their uterus as like a clown car. They shit all fucking babies like hamsters in that tradition. <laughs> where they're just like, I mean, seriously, dude. Well, it's no, like, no, it's dude, like they, a fucking baby yeah. after another baby after another baby. They're fucking probably like, they got, they're like a fucking, they got a clip. They just load the <laughs> clip in and they just shoot the kids out. Because they are part of that quiverful movement. Yeah. Like, that's part of that whole movement to like... Like load kids as arrows as sure. fucking weapons of God like, and devalue the woman so all she's worth is 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 yeah, having sex and and being a fucking being a person yep. who all you're doing is carrying my children yep and you devalue the woman enough where you know maybe she doesn't maybe she thinks that this is her fault now well and you know it's like the for me like the tragedy of this story is is here you've got this woman like you say like and she grows up in this tradition and. Whether she stays with this guy or doesn't stay with this guy, I could give a shit. Like whatever their arrangement is, or however they sure. work out their into you know his indiscretions, or whether they do or don't, or, who cares? It's fucking private business. It means nothing to me. But I, I, you get a feeling, whether it's right or wrong, I'm just generalizing. But you do get a feeling that she doesn't know she has options. She doesn't know she has a real right to choose something better for herself. Like you say, she's these women. Unfortunately, in, in a lot of these hyper Christian fundamentalist communities, they grow up and they they think like that they have a moral obligation to stand by their husband regardless of whether he's a good man worth standing by. Yeah, you know they they think you know that the right thing to do, the Christian thing to do, is to be subservient, uh, even in times of of stress, like when their when their well being yeah. their well being means less than his well being. Yeah. And that's fucking such utter nonsense. So, like, who gives a shit that this guy goes out on a site and, you know, like, wants to fool around on his sure. wife? Like, if they're if, if he's okay with that and she's okay, it doesn't make any difference. I don't care about that at all. I don't care that he's a fucking hypocrite. I really don't care. Like, I'm not going to get fucking schadenfreude excited. I just think, like, it's so sad for this poor woman. And it's really the plight of so many women who grow up in these communities, man. So we want to thank our most current patrons, Hector, Jim, Chase, Kristen, Niles, Rex, Sean, Mark, David, Theo, Emily, Elizabeth, Brett, Simon, Nathan, Edward, Stephen, Russell, Rebecca, Anissa, Robert, Chad, and Christina. Thank you also very much for your generous donations. We're super appreciative of everybody who's given us money. And, and we just, we're, we're hoping that in the near future, uh, we're hoping around Christmas time we're going to have another donation drive uh, with a lot of the money that you've given us. So we want to thank you all. Uh, you make it possible so we can be charitable, and that's awesome. Thank you very much. So we got a message from Jason, and Jason wanted to let us know, Tom, of a few words we're not allowed to use on our show because uh, because he has some triggers. Yeah, so uh, you know we want to be sensitive to everybody's sure, absolutely uh, concerns, especially people with especially people use. with Jasonism. Right. That's a that's, that's a terrible. Per- yeah, and terrible. We, we we just we deeply regret that you're you. So, yeah. um, <laughs> so he says uh, some words that are triggers for me. Uh, I'll begin with a list of some of my exes: Sarah, Elizabeth, Amanda, and Andrea. <laughs> 
any of those names can send me into fits, please refrain from saying them. Also, the following words are very offensive to me. They can make me want to choke people. Flute. Pencil. Jambalaya. <laughs> Lederhosen. Brouhaha. I like brouhaha. And canoodle. You can't get me to stop saying brouhaha. I don't care how that triggers, triggers you. I will stop I will canoodling when you yeah. pry the canoodle out of my cold, dead hands. <laughs> this is a great email, though. That's Thanks, so funny. Jason. Thanks, man. We want to thank Liz uh, for sending in bourbon chocolates. They were amazing. They were very good. They were very good. I was very impressed with those chocolates. I'm not a boozy chocolate person. I normally don't like those combinations, but they were excellent. Yeah, we ate of the 16 in the box. We ate 12. We ate 12. We ate 12. We saved four for my wife. Did she like them? She did. She ate four immediately. She actually tucked them into her fucking cheeks like a squirrel. I don't blame her. I don't blame (laughs) her. It was horrifying. And a little impressive. <laughs> we got a message from uh, Christina, and Christina uh, sent us a message, uh, an, an image that she found on a Facebook group that she belongs to. The Facebook group is about women um, trying to get preggers. And uh, is that the proper term, preggers? Catch the preg. Catch yeah. the preg. Catch okay. The... Yeah. <laughs> some people some people would say it like it's like the Kool-Aid man, right? Be like, oh, yeah. Oh. For my wife and I would be like, oh, no. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh fuck! <laughs> Land Parenthood. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> honey, we're going to the dry cleaners. <laughs> but anyway, it's I'll, time to start <laughs> my shirts. <laughs> we have such cute names. We have such we have such cute names for abortion, don't we? So I want to uh, I want you to read Tom though the image that came with this. This is from a Facebook post. The Facebook post was from a woman. Uh, who is, uh, who is, I guess, excited that she's pregnant. Yeah, it says, uh, he will always choose me, double exclamation point, because one is not enough. My husband was falling into an affair, but God stopped it. Uh, affair. Yeah. Not an affair. Uh, affair, you're right. I can't even read, <laughs> I can't even read It's that. like illiterate. I knew it was going on, but love, capital, for no reason. Ellipse, love covers all, not conquers. Huh. Covers. It just it covers, covers all sin. Covers all sin. Yes, I saw them together. Her windows got busted. I cried. <laughs> but after that, God told me to love. Wrong to. I did. It's what uh, kept him coming home. Ellipse. I will always fight for him. I'll never Capitalized NEVA stop hashtag the vows. Hashtag the vows is my favorite part. We're before God. I think I'm pregnant. Let the countdown begin. Yeah. <laughs> God is awesome. Hashtag God is awesome. Oh my God. Oh, it's that so thing sad. is going to be apparent. It's so sad. Oh man. This thank, is why I'm pro-choice. Thank, thank you for sending that in. We got a message from Royce who who said that uh, I found us uh, via dogma debate, uh, but then wound up uh, really enjoying the show and uh, and kind of becoming deconverted from our show. Yeah, I thought this was very interesting. It says, uh, it was you two that blew the door off the hinges. Your unforgiving attitude to faith-based claims and atrocities was just what I needed. Um, you stated that you had no desire to convert anyone, but I cannot imagine that I'm the only one you've helped. Uh, you know, I, I we get occasional emails from people who are accidentally converted, but I consider that more of like drive-by shooting it's collateral. Like, it, yeah, it's like collateral damage right. conversion. Right, yeah. It's like, like this show is basically the podcasting equivalent 
to like shooting a six year old in her home. Like that's what it is. It's just, Jesus Christ! It's, just, it's like it's like a day. It's like a day on the west side of Chicago. I was just gonna say which happened today. <laughs> right. I'm sure. I don't. Yeah. I haven't looked it up yet, but it happened. It happened today. today. Yeah. yeah. We got a message. Uh, this is from Nathaniel, and Nathaniel sent us a message. Uh, Dude, specifically. <laughs> It's got an image, and I'm just going to put this image with this episode. This is episode uh, 247, and uh, it's a Jesus image, and it's actually pretty funny. Yeah, I love these because I love when people do the captioning on these. So I I would like to propose a caption contest sure. for this image. Yeah. We will arbitrarily decide which one we like, and we will give you a T-shirt if you caption this the best. And you're going to eat that bro is taken. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's what I would use right now. Okay. So I wanted to mention um, really quickly, I'm going to tell a really quick story, but I wanted to mention thank you to everybody who said condolences on the passing of my mother. Uh, thank you all very much. That's very kind to it send is. those messages and to, uh, we got a bunch of tweets and a bunch of messages, uh, personal messages, Facebook messages, et cetera. But last week, a bunch of people were like, hey, that was a really touching story. That was a story about my mom beating me. That was not <laughs> touching. There was nothing touching. The only thing touching was her hair, her hand on my hair. That was right. it. Um, but I did want to tell a story about my mom that was actually nice. So something that happened later on in my life when I was uh, when I was in my 20s, I found a place that uh, full of total dorks where people pretended to be from the Middle Ages. <laughs> and uh, there was this fencing thing that I wanted to do in it. So I saw it and it was really excited about it. And so I decided to go to this place where I could learn how to do it. And it's a whole bunch of other people that were pretending to be from the Middle Ages and they were going to teach me how to fence. And I wound up uh, asking my mom to make me a set of armor because you have to have thick cloth armor in order to fight there. And this was years ago. So they needed, they had different regulations. And so she made me a set of this armor based on a pattern that she just made up. Cause she was kind of, she kind of knew how to sew from like home Mac when she was a kid. And so she made me this armor and I went to go fight. And, uh, after a while of doing this for a little while, yeah. my mom had said to me, you know, can I come watch you fight? And I didn't think about it. I was like, well, sure. You just got to dress up in the weird clothes if you want to come fight, watch me fight. So she actually made herself a set of clothes and came to watch me fight. How sweet. Um, because she was, you know, just like any other parent, she did this with my t-ball game. She did it with my basketball games when I was in, you know, middle school basketball. She always wanted to support me. She always right. wanted to be there for me. And so she went and joined this organization with me. And she spent 10 years in this organization with me only on the merit that I was actually fighting in it. And so it was a, it was a really cool thing that That's she awesome. did as a, you know, as a, as a loving parent. So I wanted to tell a story that I really like about my mom. She was very sweet <laughs> and she wound up, you know, being a dork for me, which oh, is, nice. you know, it's, it's difficult to, you know, because I was such a, a huge nerdy dork was well i'm such a huge nerdy <laughs> dork yeah so it was actually very it's, uh, so i wanted to tell a story that i thought was uh that that uh that showed how much she supported her children. that's a sweet story yeah. that she made her she made you the clothes that yeah. she made her own clothes sure. to show up and my then, dad wouldn't buy a t-shirt yeah. if i told him like i love my dad <laughs> to pieces but if i was like dad you know, come see me do this thing. He'd be like, first of all, he'd say no. And then yeah. I would be like, and then, but if the price for entry was you have to wear a T-shirt. Yeah. He'd be like, no, I'm not. Even that. if he was already planning yeah. to wear a T-shirt. Yeah. My dad didn't come. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> you know, like, my dad knew, but he didn't come. But, you know, the thing is, is like, she not only did that, but she got involved in the group and she actually donated tons of her time and effort to, to helping other people that's out sweet. in that particular group. So she did, you know, she made tents for people. She made clothes, loaner gear and clothes and things. She did, made a ton of stuff. She was a, she's actually a super helpful person in the group she was wow. awesome so she she did a lot of great stuff she was a cool lady and we'll miss her dearly so we found a, a, a there was a message here tom from derek 
And he said, I'm listening to you covering the story of the kid who found the gun in the bathroom church. I'm surprised you weren't happy that he had a way to defend himself from the priest who was waiting for a chance to counsel him in private. That was pretty awesome. That is pretty great. I think he was trying to counsel his privates. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Tom, we got another message about our laughing and the Japanese criticism of said laughing. I love this. (laughs) Evidently, evidently we sound like braying asses to the Japanese (laughs) because this is... Evidently, uh, this gentleman lives in uh, Japan, and his wife uh, has said, she told me to turn it off because your laughing was, quote, low quality (laughs) (laughs) and, quote, like old men. I love it. Low quality. I like it's like old men. I like that. That's my favorite. I've never... I did not know that there was high quality and low quality laughing. Like, what is... What differentiates... Oh, that's a... Low quality laugh. Is it the fidelity of the? It must be. What is it? it? Must be. Actually, I think I think we have a pretty high quality laugh when you come right down. So if we're talking about fidelity, I, of all the things we do well, yeah, laughing really. Yeah, laughing. Like we is can't one even of the get things. that right. You can't to even Japan. do it. I feel like our Japanese tour is not going to go well. <laughs> we are not huge in Japan, <laughs> other than being enormous. Yeah. Oh yeah. By compared to by compared, I'm like I'm like six <laughs> Japanese people. So we want to say we got a message from uh, from from John, and John has been a long time listener uh, to the show, uh, and he's the uh, creator of the Irreverent Skeptics G Plus community. Uh, and he just sent us a message about uh, about uh, specifically about about seizures because there was that seizure story right. that I told. But then he he also said that he's happy that our our podcast still exists and he still listens. So we're happy you still listen, John. Thank yeah, that's you. That's cool, man. Thanks. It's nice to get those emails from people who've been listening for like such a long. He time. He has been listening like, for a very long. Yeah, time. Yeah, that's awesome. So. Thank you. Um, and we got a, an image. That's amazing. This is an image uh, from Derek. He's the guy who said, I'm he the, stupid, the whole stupid call to prayer challenge. He's domino one in that That's fucking awesome. train wreck, right? But he sent us a message, this guy, <laughs> with all these fucking nails on his, like, he's got, he's got like bracers with nails on them, which he is looks crazy. crazy as hell. He's got like a fucking, like a sad clown makeup on. <laughs> he's holding a giant sword. And he's holding a giant sword. And he's got the, uh, the <laughs> lyrics that we did for the Norwegian death battle. How do they go, Tom? So we're going to post that. That's a meme he made for us this week. It'll be on episode 247. I love it. We want to leave you with a rendition of what someone, a listener, this is a reinterpretation of what a listener thought Norwegian death metal scatting would sound like. It's so funny. <laughs> it sounds, it sounds like fucking. It sounds like, uh, it sounds like Batman's voice, right? You know, there's a guy. I don't know if you saw this guy. He does vines, and he's he's Bat Dad. I don't know if you've seen. Yes, him. I've seen. You've seen the guy funny, where yeah. he's like, he's like, hey, let's go to get a mochaccino. Oh, yeah, you know, he's like, he's awesome. saying, but it sounds exactly like his voice. <laughs> it sounds like Bat Dad did that. So that was from Matt. Thank you very much. It's very funny. So uh, we're gonna have uh, we're not we're it's Labor Daber here in in the United <laughs> States for all you Homestar Runner fans. So we're gonna have a we're not gonna do a midweek show this week because of Labor Day. Tom and I are gonna be going to shoot lots of rounds of ammunition through shotguns this upcoming weekend. We gotta celebrate America. Yeah, we gotta go celebrate America. Yeah. So we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna be busy. So we're not gonna have a midweek show this week. But we will be back next week, and we're gonna leave you like we always do with the Skeptics Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. 
couched in scientician double bubble toil and trouble pseudo quasi alternative acupunctuating pressurized stereogram pyramidal free energy healing water downward spiral brain dead pan sales pitch late night info docutainment Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council.